0: Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Modern Casanova podcast with me, Troy Francis. Um, Talking slightly low today because I am in an Airbnb apartment in London um, and I'm sharing with some other people, so don't want to kind of disturb anybody. But I did want to uh, get this episode out there, partly because, and this is slightly annoying, um, I actually recorded this the other day, I recorded the whole episode and put it up, and then I realized that due to a technical glitch of some kind, um, a load of the episode was missing. So there was this whole sort of, it went on for about 15 minutes, fine, and then there was this whole sort of blank bit where there was no sound at all. So I put it up a couple of times, I tried to fiddle with the file, Um, didn't seem to be working, so I had to uh, take it down. So I'm going to do a re-record now. And the subject matter for that podcast uh, and for this one is flexibility. So I wanted to really just talk about the need for flexibility, both in um, the game, but also generally in business and in life as well. Um, Something I've been thinking about a lot recently. Now, if anyone listening, and I'm sure you do, obviously you do, follows my stuff, you'll be aware that... You know, I've made a lot of big changes recently in my own life, so um, leaving my corporate job, which is a whole sort of subject area that I haven't even really touched on yet in content. So I think there's a whole rich vein of content to be sort of pulled out of that. I guess at the moment I'm still kind of processing it, really, because it's only been about four weeks and um, there's been a lot going on. But, yeah, you know, that's obviously a big thing to leave a corporate job, particularly when you've been working in the corporate world for a long time as i have so there's that um there was leaving the apartment that i lived in for london for nearly a decade that's a big thing there was so i relocated to berlin so that was a big thing although i may now be looking to come back to london for a period of time um you know so that's something that i've been been looking at for various work-related reasons really um and also you know a lot of stuff with girls as well. So there's the whole Liliana saga that people will be familiar with. And I think people are getting a bit sick of now if you read um, all of my posts uh, about that and other things going on. So lots and lots of stuff going on. And um, one thing that I kind of realized out of all of this is that flexibility is really, really important. Um, there's a quote, actually, it doesn't fully apply, but I'll say it anyway, just because I feel like it, is um, David Davis, the um, British Brexit negotiator, the guy who's heading up uh, the Brexit negotiations, very badly, um, as it is, um, said democracy something like, democracy ceases to be democracy if a nation loses its right to change its mind. Um, and, you know, he's right. Um, democracy... Is not just making one decision and sticking with it through to the bitter end, like uh, Britain is kind of doing currently with with the disastrous uh, Brexit uh, situation. And I know, okay, guys, I know there are people who get fed up with me talking about Brexit as well. So I'll uh, <laughs> I'll keep it brief on that as well. And apologies um, if you're one of those people who um, doesn't want to hear about it. But anyway. Um, Democracy is not just about making one decision and then running with it forever. Democracy is about okay, we've made the decision, but now let's look at the facts. you know, is that the decision we still want to run with? Do we want to change our mind? Do we want to amend that decision so and it's the same in one's own life really. Um, we make decisions based on the uh, the evidence that we have in front of us at the time. That doesn't mean that the decision should be. You know, set in stone forever. It does, you know, what we should be is flexible enough so that as new facts come to light, as things change, as things alter and shift, as they always do in life, because, you know, that's what life is like, then, um, you know, we can change our minds and we can change course accordingly. Now, for me, there's a couple of reasons why I suppose I'm thinking about this at the moment. The first one, as I said, is really the work-related one. So I had set out to base myself in Berlin and um, as I have alluded to before, you know, I've got a a little apartment in Berlin, um, I've got friends over there, uh, you know, I've got a little sort of setup over there and I can work from there very well. Looking at everything, having spent a few weeks over there, it seems, for a number of reasons, Of different reasons both personal but also related to the work that I am doing um, it seems to be the case that actually remaining in London for a period of time might be the better strategy for now you know and again not forever but for a period of time so what I think is gonna happen what I'm gonna do is from January um, spend a period of time based in central London uh, you know, a number of months, basically, while I work on the various projects that I need to work on, and also evaluate from there. You know where I'm going to go next. So it doesn't put the um, Berlin plan, you know, out of uh, out of all the realms of possibility by any means. But as a temporary measure, um, it seems to me. Look at all the evidence having it all out in front of me, looking at the pros and cons, that this is the best strategy going forward. So, you know, I can try it. Now, if I get a little bit down the line and I think, well, hang on a minute, actually there was a massive advantage in doing you know, the other thing, then I can change back. So it's about flexibility. It's about, in the moment, thinking about what is the best decision and trying to evaluate that as, as, as clearly as possible and not being sort of, A lot of it's down to ego, isn't it? You know, we're very egotistical. I certainly am. Um, I don't mean narcissistic, I mean that we are very invested in our ego. We're very invested in our sense of ourselves. And, you know, particularly for guys, I think a big part of that is our sense of, you know, decisiveness, our sense of having done the right thing. And it kind of grates on us to have to do an about face, to sort of say, well, actually, maybe that kind of wasn't the right thing or maybe that's not the right thing at the moment that is uncomfortable for us and we don't like doing it even when the reality is nobody really gives a damn I mean the great thing I suppose about my situation is that um, you know because I'm relatively free in the sense that you know I don't have a relationship I don't have an employer even anymore I don't have a mortgage um, the you know, there's no, there's nobody really who's sitting there telling me what to do, and you know, I've got friends, obviously, people that know me who are interested, family members and stuff who are kind of interested in what I'm doing, but you know, they, they don't really care, they don't, they don't, you know, they just want me to do the best thing for myself. So if that's being based in Berlin, then great. Um, you know, some people might actually miss me a bit, you know, from from the UK, but nevertheless, you know, they would support that, and if the best thing is for me, you know, to to, to not do that for a while and be in London, then that's cool as well, you know. They, and as well, I mean, you know, even beyond that, people just aren't really that interested, you know. They've got their own lives, they've got their own stuff going on. They don't really care what I'm doing, you know, as long as, you know, as long as I'm okay and, you know, I'm not in any sort of trouble or anything like that. So, you know, I need to and we need to release ourselves from this sort of prison that we put ourselves in of considering what other people are gonna think about you know, us changing our minds about us taking decisions. And, you know, this is where you know, the the ability to be flexible really lies in that sort of casting off of, you know, oh dear, what's this person gonna think? What's that good person gonna think? Because the reality is they don't really care. And even if they do, so what? You know, even if somebody thinks what you're doing is absolutely ridiculous, it's pathetic, it's stupid. Do you really care? Are you really gonna not live your life on the basis of what that person thinks? I mean, that would be pretty, pretty silly, really, to allow that to get in the way, you know, of what you're trying to do. So, very, very important to be flexible, in a, in life and business situation, and particularly now as well, particularly in 2017, going into 2018, because we are going into a. I mean, we are already in an unprecedentedly volatile sort of period in terms of politics, in terms of the economy, in terms of the sexual marketplace, in terms of everything really. I mean, everything is kind of up in the air and mutable and changeable. And I, I was at a conference a year or so ago where they introduced the concept of um, VUCA, a VUCA World, V-U-C-A. And that stands for volatile, uncertain, changeable, and... Something else which I'll remember in a minute, but you get the idea. Um, everything is changeable, everything is mutable, and in the face of that, it doesn't make sense to be inflexible. In the face of that sort of, you know, macro and micro environment, it makes sense to be flexible. In fact, that's the only strategy that you can sensibly have because, you know, there's no point in being rigid when the circumstances which you're up against are ever-changing you know it just doesn't make any sense and that's that's just the modern world you know we don't now live in a world where um, there is certainty where everything remains the same where you get a job and you get married at you know 22 and then you go through to retirement and, and you you know you, you you're undivorced and you have family and everything else I mean these days of course we know there's a lot of uncertainty things are very changeable and you know we need to be able to ride the waves really and to be able to you know, respond accordingly without fear. Another example of flexibility uh, recently, just a very small example actually of flexibility in the game space, so I, when I do day game, I very rarely approach um, groups of girls or, or two girls together, I, not that I never do it, but I rarely do it, and that's partly because, to be honest, um, it, you know, it's easier to approach solo girls and also the advantage with that is that um, if the girl is on her own and you speak to her then it's very anonymous, it's very private and she doesn't feel judged, Um, you know, she doesn't have that sort of social anxiety of what will my friend think or anything like that and also as well of course you you avoid the difficulty of cock blocking which we encounter in nightclubs and bars but there's no need to encounter Um, in the street or in the daytime so generally speaking I tend to not not do that I tend to you know I walk around I see cute girls who are on their own I go up and have a chat and um, we take it from there but flexibility is key so I was in Starbucks the other day so I've been back in London for a few days and um, I have to say the footfall here is so fantastic, I mean there are so many people here, there are so many girls um, of all nationalities here, there, there are millions and millions of people here and you know so many cute females from all over the planet basically here shopping and having fun and being naughty and doing all kinds of things so it's a really really great place and I think coming back you know I've been really really sort of switched on um, I'm here for a couple of weeks by the way because I've somebody's Renting my apartment in Berlin and then I've got to I've got to do a bit of traveling and stuff. I'll be back in Berlin in December. But um, yeah, the um, the vibe here is really, really good. It's all Christmassy. The lights are all up. Um, you know, it, it, and, and it's, it's kind of good to be back for me, you know, having been away for a little while. It's sort of like a, a brief period away and then I come back sort of re-energized by the city. And and so I'm doing quite a lot of approaching and it's been going pretty well. Um, and um, but I was in this Starbucks and I see these two girls sitting down and one of them is blonde, the first one that I notice actually she looks very cute and I kind of look at her and think she's nice as I go to get my coffee um, but then I noticed that sitting next to her her friend is a brunette and is a, actually a Japanese girl and as I look at them I realize that the Japanese friend is, is in fact you know the hotter of the two, the more attractive of the two and furthermore I noticed that the Japanese girl is sort of clocking me, giving me IOIs, you know, a little bit. So I sort of think, well, this is pretty cool, and I get the coffee, and I think I, I got a sandwich to eat as well, and I sit down. And perhaps out of reticence, and again, I don't recommend this, because I mean, you know, I know on, I know on the one hand, you know, you've got very good gung-ho type game people who would probably say, well, you should have steamed in there, you know, the three-second rule, why didn't you just go in and approach, and blah, blah, blah. Um, I didn't do that because, you know, it, I, I, it, it didn't seem the best time. I sort of thought, well, I'll, I'm going to be here anyway, I'll wait, possibly an opportunity will present itself and then I will, uh, you know, maybe the friend will go or she'll leave or something and I'll go and approach. Um, that didn't happen. So I'm sitting there, I'm eating, having the coffee, doing some stuff on my phone, some work stuff on my phone. Time passes. It's getting late in the evening, and um, <clears throat> I sort of think, well, this is ridiculous. You know, I'm not gonna. Like, there's no point in just sitting around here because I don't know what time this place closes. I don't know what time these girls are gonna be here till. But nothing is happening. You know, so the whole thing's gonna be a waste of time. And so, then I just thought, well, do you know what? Sorry, I'm just gonna approach the two of them then because, um, you know, you know, because otherwise I'll have waited here for no reason. And also, you know, y- y- th- I've written an article about this before if you fail to approach those girls that really tug on your DNA those girls that really sort of um you know s- s- stand out to you in the streets then you're going to regret it you know you are you know you, you let her go and then you regret it and you, the regret can go on for an hour or maybe maybe even a day sometimes you know you can think oh shit if i know you know sometimes even longer sometimes you can remember these these things for years and um <clears throat> this girl was kind of one of those girls really, you know, who I felt this kind of strong, primal attraction to. So I thought, you know what, sorry, I'm not going to regret this, I'm not going to waste my time, I'm just going to go in there and um, open both of them. So I did. So I walked over and I said, I think I said to the blonde one, um, listen, I had to come over, sorry to interrupt you guys, but I noticed your friends are really cute and I had to come and introduce myself. And. Something like that, I mean, very direct, nothing very clever. And they they both kind of giggled, and um, and it was really good. You know, the, the set opened immediately. They were both very friendly. The blonde girl was from Sweden. She was really nice, really friendly. The Japanese girl was cool. Uh, you know, we talked for a bit, she gave me her number, and then we met up uh, the next day for, for drinks. So, had I not done that, then none of that would have happened, you know. Um, the only reason that that happened was because I got up and I made that approach. And the only reason that I got up and made that approach was because I allowed myself to be flexible enough to do something that I don't normally do. And the good thing about it is, it's kind of opened me out now to wanting to do that a bit more because I think there are some approaches to, uh, sorry, I think there are some benefits to approaching uh, two girls at the same time. One of them being that um, it's probably... I mean, in this case, the blonde girl kind of helped me out a little bit, um, telling the Japanese girl to give me her number, uh, to her WhatsApp details. You know, she kind of wing womaned a little bit because I'd won her approval, and I think that can happen. I think that that's sort of the the countervailing point to cock blocking. Really, you know, we talk about cock blocking a lot, but actually, what can also happen sometimes is that the friend if you win the friend over the, their friend can help you out as well and that's what happened in this case and also as well I mean it's a little bit more social it's perhaps a little less intimidating I mean I, I hate to use the word intimidating because I wouldn't like to think you know that, that um you know speaking to somebody is, is in any way intimidating anyway but you know um the girl's there with her friend guy comes over and talks to both of them that's a kind of very easy kind of social interaction. Um, you know and also as well for her and um, you know the friends there so she feels everything's cool and then you know she likes you she gives the number and then you guys can meet up together um, at another time um, the other thing is you know it shows it shows some balls it shows balls to walk up to the two of them it doesn't happen very often unless it's a, a pickup artist doing it or you know a drunk guy or something um, not in the daytime anyway so <clears throat> you know it shows you've got balls it shows that you have intent it shows that you are confident um, you know and you own your 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 feelings and desires and you're not afraid to go for what you want so I think for all of those reasons it's actually um, you know it's actually beneficial to, to to do and as I say it's something that I've kind of not done as much as I probably should have done um, in the past, then maybe that's something that I need to address. So you know, maybe I'll go out and do an experiment where I just approach groups of two, you know, groups of two, two or three girls for a, for a day and see how that goes, see what happens. Um, so again, the flexibility that I'd introduced allows me to sort of open up and um, try different things and sort of widen my repertoire, if you like. So flexibility, very very important. Um, that's it for now. I'm going to leave it um, at the 20-minute mark or thereabouts for this week. Um, quick podcast, but I just wanted to get that out there because I'm conscious um, it's been a little while since the last one of these. Um, I am finally now getting into a position where things are on track, so I'm looking to get introduce a lot more regularity into this. But um, anyway, I wanted to get this one out, particularly because the last one, when I tried to put it out on Thursday or um, Wednesday or Thursday it, it uh, corrupted so I wanted to get this one out today um, I hope you found this useful very keen to hear your thoughts on flexibility or indeed approaching um, two sets of girls because that's something I'll be in the daytime because that's something i would be interested to hear your experiences on as well so please do drop me a line via my website or on Twitter and um, please do subscribe to this podcast and if you get the the moment, I would be massively, massively grateful if you could leave me a rating and review and or review on iTunes. That would be incredibly helpful um, in terms of getting this out, spreading the word, reaching more and more guys. Good to be here. Glad to have finally got this one recorded. I hope you enjoy it and please do give me a shout with any comments and thoughts and look out for more uh, articles, the website's updated daily. I do an article every day on the website about a whole range of different things. I mean, obviously, it's all sort of centered around pickup and the sexual marketplace, but um, a lot of personal stories on there, a lot of tips, techniques, um, you know, funny things, um, different sort of uh, musings on the life of the player, and so on, and uh, you know the views are you know going up through the roof these days and I'm really really grateful but you know check back every day there'll be something that you enjoy on there for sure and um, yeah keep in touch and with that I will say goodbye for now and we will speak again next week bye bye